Whoa, what's up, Work Advisors? My name is Brad. I'm your host who brings the most. I'm bringing it today. I'm really excited. We are hanging out with a really cool woman, Sam Roll. Sam is from Married at First Sight. Now, if you've never watched that show, it is bonkers. It's a great show. You basically, the gist of it is you walk down the aisle and you meet your significant other there. You walk down, you meet them, and then you got to marry them, sight unseen. And then uh, you end up getting divorced or you end up married forever. That's the gist of married at first sight. And Sam Roll is a graduate of that show. She is hilarious. We're going to talk a lot about Married at First Sight. What goes on with Married at First Sight and how she got in it? It's it's going to be a really good conversation. We're in the middle of Love Month. I, I'm pretty sure tomorrow is Valentine's Day. So make sure you give your Valentine something. It's It's going to be a good time. We actually have a question, but before we get to the question... I will say like and subscribe on iTunes and Spotify, Work Advice for Me. If you like this, we want you to subscribe so it will automatically download into your phone. You wake up, you're like, whoa, it's Tuesday. I've got the chat with Sam Roll. I get to hear it. We want you to do that. Second, please leave us a review on iTunes and Spotify. You guys, those reviews are pretty impactful. So if you can, if you're listening to me right now, leave us a review. I don't even care if it's a bad review at this point. Just leave us a good review. We got a lot of good reviews on there. So I guess one bad one's not going to kill us. But also, if you have a question for me, because I do read questions, uh, please email the show, workadviceforme at gmail.com, and follow us on Insta. We're growing. We're getting more and more people. I'm not that Instagram savvy. I have to run it myself. Please follow us. Tell your friends to follow the show. You're going to see clips of, Sam and I chatting on Instagram. So please do that. Now, I have a question. This given to me. And this question is from Penny in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Okay, never been to Sioux Falls, Penny. I would like to go, though. I would like to go to Mount Rushmore. She writes, Brad, love your show. Thank you, Penny. Appreciate that. Uh, what is your valentine tradition with your wife and what is the best valentine story you have that's two questions but i'm going to answer them both for you penny because you are nice enough to ask them we do not have valentine's traditions we don't really celebrate valentine's i buy my wife flowers a lot through the year i'll just come home and i'll have her some flowers because i love her every day of the year i love her and uh, i don't need one day to do that sorry if you see some guys use that one day as the day to go i love you not this guy. Now, one year I decided to take my wife out for dinner on Valentine's. And I did not plan ahead, Penny. And we tried to get into restaurants. We could not get into a restaurant. So you know where we ended up? We ended up at Applebee's. Now, Applebee's is not top-notch food. And we were sitting there, and I honestly, listeners, if you work at Applebee's, Please do not be offended by this, but it's my one of my least favorite restaurants of all time. We're sitting there. And I said, look around, Kristen. She looked around and said, all these guys here that brought their girls, their wives, did not plan. Because that's why they ended up here. Yeah. 
You don't end up at Applebee's because you want to on Valentine's. You end up there because you have to eat. So after that, we've never gone out. We just make food at home. That's what we do, and we just love each other. I give her a lot of kisses, and we have a good time. Thank you, Penny, for your question. Please, if you guys have questions, please email them. I'll answer them. I like answering questions. Make sure you like and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify. Follow us on the Insta. Work advice for me. Slide in the DMs if you have a question. With that being said, let's get to Sam Roll. <laughs> Sam, there's no better way to start off our chat with you laughing. I like that because we love to do some jokes on here and laugh a lot. So I'm thank you. Thank you, Sam, for joining me today. I have been looking forward to this conversation because what you have done is amazing to me. I, 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 you did something I don't think I could do. And you're like looking at me like, what? you went, okay, first, Sam, thank you. I'm going to let you talk because I've talked for the first 35 seconds. So I want to give the floor to you. Thank you, Sam, for coming on the show. Oh, no. Thank you for asking me to come. Sorry. You know, I think she said thank you. I mean, worked out. She stopped. But I'm glad to be here and I'm looking forward to it. So and yes, thank you for making me laugh. It's been great so far. Oh, That's what you said. Thank you for making you. You froze there for a second. I I was filling in the gaps. I was like, thank you for being cool. Thank you for (laughs) for making me laugh. So even better than being cool. Yes. Sam, where are you right now? Where do you live? So I'm actually still in Atlanta, Georgia. I just got back to Atlanta from Florida a couple years ago, moved back here. So from the beginning, you know, where the show was. Okay. I have, it's, it's an odd amount of people from Atlanta that's come on, on work advice. And I have to ask every one of them, if you've listened, great. If you haven't, say, have you been to Sublime Donuts? I have not. Where is that? Oh my gosh, Sam. You know what? You're dead to me now. You're dead to me. I'm just kidding. Donuts. So donuts, where this is. donuts are the key to my heart. And Sublime Donuts, Kamal Grant, who owns and operates Sublime Donuts. There's two of them. One by Georgia Tech. Okay. And the other one's in Druid Hills, I think. I've never been to the other one. I've been to the OG one. And uh, I was actually in the Navy with him. And he's been on the podcast. He was cool. my second or third guest. Yeah. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. And you know what? Now I'm going to have to go because I'm, I literally, so one thing in Atlanta, if you can find a good spot for food, mm-hmm. that's a, that's a big deal. So especially donuts. This place is legit. If you look at their uh, Instagram, you'll see all, they've got so many donut creations. Every time I go to Atlanta, my family has to stop there. It's just the right. We have to go. I've got the shirt, the hat. <laughs> and he's a friend, but it's the best donut I've ever eaten in my life. So I feel like I give him a commercial every time I talk to someone from Atlanta. I, I, Allison Mastrangelo, she's on the news. She's come on. She knows now knows about Sublime Donuts. Well, now uh, I'm going to know, and we might actually do that this weekend. So thank you. We you need to eventually. You know, Sam, we need to have, since I have so many people from Georgia, uh, uh, Jenna Kim Jones, comedian. She knows yeah. about it now. We need to have a work advice meetup at Sublime Donuts and have a party. Okay. Invite me. You, I that's, mean, say less. <laughs> Don't threaten me with a good time. I'm there. That's what we need. We need to have like a work advice meetup in Atlanta with people that's been on the show 
it may just be your family and my family. It, that's maybe all that shows up. But we'll have fun and eat donuts. I was going to say, are there going to be donuts? Because There's so, going to be plenty of donuts. He'll provide the donuts. I'm already telling you, he'll provide donuts for us. And we'll sit in there and we'll have a good time. And then we'll we'll talk about it on a podcast later. How about that? That's how, that works for me. <laughs> Sounds great. So you're in Atlanta. Yes. Which is a great city. A big city. Uh, what do you do? T- First, tell me about what Sam was like as a as a kid, kid Sam. Because I want to I want to find out what got you to where you're at right now, and what led you to want to be on camera. So I um I'm a military brat. So Ooh. as a kid, I didn't have any steady like you know spot. So like for instance, my husband he can talk about how he grew up you know, in one spot. I can't. I went to like four elementary schools, one middle school, four high schools. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, so a lot of it is scattered. A lot of my childhood was moving around or living on base or going to pick up my dad. I remember he was, he was in the Persian Gulf War and I remember picking him up and he had a broken leg. So a lot of like military mm. memories go back uh, mm-hmm. from when I was a kid. And and then I moved out when I was like sixteen. You moved out at sixteen? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I uh, I had to get out. You know, nowadays <laughs> you young. can't do that. You can't do that now. It you can't. I, I would weep if my son moved out at sixteen. I would. I, I would weep. I would uh, if my okay, daughter. Did, did you have a boyfriend at sixteen? I did. Was there was there a motivating factor? Yeah. So. <laughs> My high school sweetheart is is who it was, and uh, my parents were going through a divorce at the time, so I ended up moving out of my um, house with my parents, who were wasn't good, um, and moved in with him and his family for a couple how, years. Oh, which... how'd that go? How'd that go? So you you were basically hold on, you didn't have a kid at the time, right? No, you nope. were basically teen mom in it minus the kid. You were like living as it. Yeah. So how did that go? I'm curious. Was, I mean, like him and I obviously were not together. Um, but when I think of my time, like and, and being in that environment, I kind of, for me, it was nothing different because I'm so used to moving around. But at this mm-hmm. point, because I became responsible for myself, a whole different set of responsibilities like sat on my shoulders, and I started thinking about things a little differently. So reality kind of hit me a little sooner. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, looking back now, right now that I'm a mother. And I have foresight mm-hmm. to see. Um, <laughs> I think that that, as crazy as this sounds, it was so toxic um, at my home, at least from my point of view, mm-hmm. that moving out and moving in there was probably the best thing for me to get my foot out the door to be independent and and to do what I needed to do to to make it. Um, so yeah. How, how many you, how many kids you got? Three? Is it yes. three? Yeah. Three kids. Okay. Yeah. Uh, are you're in your twenties? You're in your twenties? No, I wish, Brad. You're nice. I'm turning. I'm turning the big four zero this year. Are you really? No yeah. way. Yeah. You yeah. do not look. I was thinking twenties. I was Thank going twenties. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. I'll send you yeah. a check after. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, make it out to work advice. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> make it out to Sublime Donuts so you can just pay yeah. for the party. Um, I don't think. When were you? A, when were you a mom for the first time? What age? Oh, 35. I enjoyed, I enjoyed my twenties and my thirties, early thirties. I don't think I would have been a, 
I, I would not have been a good dad in my 20s. I would have been a terrible dad. Me too. It, it, well, it, not a dad, but a mom. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm glad you're not, yeah, you're not a dad. But yeah, you think about it, Sam, like, I see all these people having babies at like 20 and 21. And I'm like, at 21, I would have been a terrible father because I, I, I would not have wanted to focus on a kid. I would have focused on chicks. That would have been, that would have been my motivating factor. Literally, when I meet a mom who's in their 20s, because my one of my closest friends, she's like in her early 30s. And I literally, mm-hmm. the only thing that I have to say is bless your heart because no, <laughs> I had so much fun. And, and even just like you said, like the mentality, I would have been, I don't think I would have been a, a good mom. But I, you so know, I would have been immature. I'm still immature. I still have the brain of like a 12 year old, but yes, I, I love being a dad now. Like it, it just makes me happy to see when my son comes and lays on me. It's my, it's, it's the best. And he's, he's going to be 11 in March, March 1st. So I'm losing it now. Like I I go back to when he was three or four and I think about it. Now he's like, get away from me, old man. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. I will say, though, you know, so my brother, he's younger, and he had kids at a younger age in his 20s, and now his wife, she is, she loves it. So there's some people who just do such a great job no matter what age it is and love it. But mm-hmm. yeah, to your point, I blink, and my oldest is five. And, you know, at times, um, there are certain things, like, I love reading to her at night, mm-hmm. and especially because, like, can you remember the last time you called your mom and said, Hey, can you read me a story? Probably yeah. not. Yeah. So, and it's for that reason that I'm like, you gotta, you gotta love those moments while you have them because they disappear so fast. And then of course, so I've got the twins who are turning two, which again, if I had during my twin pregnancy, if I, I couldn't imagine being two years out. Cause I was like, I'm not going to make it through this pregnancy. <laughs> I can't imagine having twins. I would, Oh my gosh. For one, I can't imagine having a kid five at my age right right now. I'm going to be 45 this year. No. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. What are you about to say? I don't look that that old? No. I'm going to be 45. Yeah. And I'm I'm like thinking, because I graduated in 1997. I feel so old. No. Yeah. Okay. Well, that means, okay. I was 2002. So you weren't that far behind me, but I like how we both think we look young. And you, you do look young, and I like how you have to return that, though, Sam. The rule is, if I say you look like you're twenty, you can't go, Brad. You, I was thinking fifty-five, but I'm gonna say forty. <laughs> you can't do that. I used to get it. Well, you know, when I first turned twenty-one, though, I still had this little baby face, and so I remember I got questioned as to whether my real ID was my ID, and I remember oh. telling the guy at the store, I was like, "Call a cop." This is the ID I'm going to give him. Like, I'm not faking my ID. <laughs> my buddy and I were in uh, Detroit, and we went to a casino years back, and they carded. And we were so happy. We are like, oh, my gosh, yes, you yes. carded us. We look young. And, and now, now I look go. at my face. I see the crow's feet, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, my gosh, the gray hair, Sam? I'm like, <laughs> that's. I'm know, embracing it. I was going to say you have to because that is actually in now. People actually go get their hair, you know, the color pulled out of their hair to have it look like blue or gray. So, I mean, mm, I that's can play weird. with it. 
Yeah, once I'm gray, I'm just going to be gray. My wife says I'll look fine gray. It's okay. Yeah. That's, as long as she likes me, I don't and really care. And that's what I was going to say. And as long as Sam thinks I look like I'm in my 20s, my life is complete. Let's do it. <laughs> Sam, so <laughs> you move out. You're you're in your 20s. Yep. Now, it, how long ago was the show? How many years ago was this? It's yeah. been a while. It's been a while. So that was, I got married uh, to Neil when I was 30. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> so yeah. what, what were your twenties like to where <sighs> you're like, screw it. I'm just going to marry guys sight unseen because I feel like that could be crazy. It is. And, and how did you pitch it to your family or <laughs> your, your girlfriends? Like, how did this work? Because I'm fascinated by this. So, okay. So I, after graduating college, I ended up started work. I started working at a bank and I was there all the time. And I remember thinking to myself, I want to travel the world. My mother is, fr is from Panama. Um, so okay. I'm half Latina and then um, half white. And so I wanted to also traveled the world. And a lot of where I wanted to travel was Latin America. I had a, a goal set for myself. So from the time that I was, I started working at the bank at around 26 or 27, no, 25, maybe I had started traveling and perked, like I literally, me and my best friend, um, Sammy, she was on the show as well, but like as my roommate, um, her and she's I, your best friend as your oh as your roommate on the yeah. show. I, I was gonna say she didn't marry somebody on the no. show. Okay, no. that would have been she was my easy. Roommate, yeah, hmm? no, she uh, but she used to travel with me everywhere, and so we used to go together, you know, and have these girls trips. And I remember finally I was like, okay, I want to settle down, and I want to I want to get married. This is at thirty, and of course, you know, doctors. I think that a lot of doctors at the time, maybe not so much now because it's a different type of era, but at the time I would go see a doctor, and they're like, okay you are geriatric um, mm -hmm. past this age to have a kid. And so I feel like there was like this ticking time bomb in my head of like, hey, if I don't meet somebody from the time like I, when I'm 30 on and have a relationship, like I'm never going to have a family. I'm never going to have kids. I'm not going to get married or, you know, the time is going to run out for me. Um, and so I remember my grandmother at the time who was like very much when I think of my family, she's the matriarch of my family. Um, mm -hmm. She – she had cancer and she ended up dying. But prior to her mm. dying, uh, one of the things that we were bonding on was the show. I told her that I had received, you know, notification um, that that I could go and, uh, you know, see if I could possibly be on the show. It had only aired one season. Um, and she told me, she's like, what does it cost you? And I said, nothing but a drive to Atlanta. And she was like, then why don't you do it? Cost you nothing. Go for it. And I was like, okay. So I get there. And I do it. 20,000 women were there. It's a crazy day. And um, 20,000 so women want to get married sight unseen. Or, yeah, 20,000 at the time total. So it could have been 10,000 men and 10,000 women now that I think about it. But yeah, 20,000 total people came. Okay. 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 And this is like when it was smaller, you know, because I was season three. So um, I'm not even on Hulu. I don't know why, but whatever. I know. Um, I tried to look it up and they skipped you. They're like, you know, know what? We don't even want Sam season I, on here. You know, I'm disappointed in Hulu. It's okay hmm? because I still love them. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, so, you know, 
things ended up to where I was like ready to do it. My grandmother was giving me, you know, the go ahead. So I felt like, yeah, I feel good about this. And then I didn't hear anything. And then I get a call and they're like, you're going to get married in a week. And I'm like, excuse me, what? So how did I break it to my family? <laughs> I didn't until <laughs> I had a camera crew at my house. Oh my gosh. So literally I remember calling my dad with a camera behind me and I was like, Hey dad. And he's like, yeah, I'm like, I, um, I applied for the, sh the show to marry a stranger. And he was like, <laughs> and I was like, and I got selected and he was like, <laughs> you're kidding. Right. And I was like, no, <laughs> he could see the camera crew. <laughs> and that is how I broke it to my dad. And then when I told my mom, she was actually on the show when they filmed it, but uh, she cried. She was like, what? Okay, you have a daughter? You have a daughter, right? Yes, yeah. Would you cry if your daughter called you and said, I have a camera crew here. I'm getting married to a complete stranger. Oh, I don't know that I would cry. Knowing what I went through, I would be more scared, but I'd be like, no, hey. No, no, you don't know what you went through. You've never done this. You, if this I've is never what... done it? No. Yes. Uh, no, because I'd be like, okay, I mean, I see the appeal of why you might be interested in that, especially like with, so what had I'd also been told is I have cysts on my ovaries. So I'd been told that I wouldn't be able to have kids to begin with because mm -hmm. I, I have endometriosis. So knowing that, no, I don't think that if that was my daughter and she had the same situation, I could understand. And if she was where she was, so like, you know, I was financially stable at the time to, to, to do that in my mind anyways. Yeah, so I don't know that I'd cry at 30. She's a little too old. When you get on the show, it, it are the do, do everything is everything covered? Like do they pay you or are you just voluntarily like I'm going to marry this guy? And so, like I will say, okay, so like it is voluntary, okay? Um mm -hmm. I had no idea. Now, mind you, again, I'm season three. Okay, so this is still new. We're on FYI, or it was on FYI. It hadn't even made it to Lifetime yet. It had. It, I was on A and E's version of Married. After you were on so, A and E. That was way the way back machine. Yes. So that is where our version. But prior to that, Jamie Otis's version was on um, uh, FYI. I believe. So it got sold then to A&E. A&E then sold it to Lifetime. Um, and at the time when I applied, I did it because I really wanted to find somebody based on the fact that I was speaking to specialists who knew, like, you know, they're asking me the right questions. They're looking at different things. I have a psychologist, a, you know, a, a religious, you know, person. Um, I have someone who is a therapist and then also someone who is forget the fourth one, but it was good because I felt like I was supported by a team to where, okay, I feel like I'm putting my hand, my life in, in the right people's hands. And to this day, I could still say that I feel good about my decision um, to do everything. Mm -hmm. So that kind of, you know, picked off the, the doing it, but then being actually selected was, I think the moment of truth for me where I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> Yeah, I've got to actually be on TV now, and I've yeah. got to marry. <laughs> Excuse me, I, I, Sam. So it, you applied to me. What was your dating like, dating life like in your twenties? Because 
you're 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 an attractive woman. I can't imagine that you were struggling to find men to want to date you. Not so, to sound weird. I did not no, mean to no. sound weird in that comment. No, Please do not. I'm not offended in any way. Thank you. I yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. Okay, it's a compliment. Yeah. It's a compliment. Um, no, I, you know, I hadn't, I was really get bad at picking men for myself. And mm, so I was that like, a lot. yeah, I'm like, you know, I, I will say I didn't have my father around, you know, a lot growing up. And so, you know, there could be daddy issues like people like to say, but you know, I just never chose the best type of person for myself. So I was like, you know what, why not put it in professionals hands to see, you know, if they could, but also think about it. It's like playing the lottery. You don't think you're going to, you do it and you hope you win, but you don't think you're going to win like all the time, you know? <laughs> so I did it and I was like, it'd be great to go through. And then I won one, you know, and, um, and then it took on its whole new uh, moment for me. In fact, I remember walking down the aisle right before I was supposed to walk the aisle down the aisle, never saw Neil at that point, nothing. And I'm pacing in circles, like literally just pacing because I'm thinking like what have I just done with my life <laughs> but but also Sam that was back before tinder and it, it was back before the dating apps so the dating for me was primarily like yeah you're right I mean I was in bars or if I was like at the bank and I would I would meet somebody that came in to do a deposit I mean that's really what my dating life consisted of if that so it was it, it was never good, like a solid get to know somebody type yeah, relationship. I, I met my wife on eHarmony because we met before dating apps and it worked. It, I, I got the best on, woman in the world. Hmm? Yeah, and I met my husband on Match. So See? So it took us it going works. online to meet our spouses. It works. It works. Yeah. And, you know, I also learned a lot, though. I don't think I would have my husband now if it wasn't for the things that I learned on the show. So. Okay, when your husband now matched with you on Match, did he know you were on? Yeah, I would not have known that. Uh, you you no would have been like Brad. I was. I'd be like, I don't. I don't know. I never. I. I think I watched the first season. Okay, you're on the show. <laughs> you get married. There's a lot that happens in the dating life that leads up to marriage, mm -hmm. right? And it, <laughs> there's a lot of awkward stuff. There's, you know, there's just. And you're thrown into the fray immediately. When you get married, you go home with that guy immediately, right? Yes. You go, not home, but you go straight into a hotel room with him. Then. <laughs> then. So, okay. So, so I've intense. watched, it's got to be intense because it it, I've watched, uh, do you watch Love, uh, Love is Blind? Yes. Because Chris Colin is, he was, he's, he's the director of that as well. And I know Chris personally because of Married at First Sight. So yeah, I do. I watch that. Okay. So I feel like if, I feel like there's, how do I say this? It, there's expectations when yes. you meet, like it, it, you can't immediately meet a man and want to lay in bed with that man and it feel, it feel comfortable. <laughs> and I feel like that's one of the problems. I think so nowadays, and I kind of wonder if this is kind of faded, you know, with everything with like OnlyFans and like that type of jumping into bed with someone is less seen as something that is so emotionally driven. Um, mm -hmm. It could be for some and could be for others. But I feel like you're you're right. It, it was uncomfortable for me specifically because I wasn't attracted to him initially. And I don't. 
I, even if I think when I think back and I'm like, if I was attracted to him physically, right. Because that's all you have initially when you meet somebody Mm -hmm. before you get to know them. I don't know that I would have felt comfortable even if I was, because again, this is a stranger to me. And I personally don't like having people into my home or in my bed without knowing them. And I didn't know that until that happened, though, because it was weird. <laughs> so. Okay, when I watch the show, when I watch any like Love is Blind, you can see, you can read the woman's face when oh. they first see it. Show, oh. can, do you still remember the face you gave? What does it look? Let me see it. Because I will know that that's the face. I would have looked at my wife, Kristen, and I would have said, Sam does not like him. It's so, not it, It's not going to happen. It's this one where I'm standing there and I'm like <laughs> holding the flowers, looking at him. Sam, and... I, got that, I got that look a lot growing up when it came to ladies. It was like, mm, I, don't know. I don't know, Brad. Maybe we can date. I don't know. That's, I, I know that look very well. You know, I will say, though, you just... Uh, looking back, I'm like, you can't do anything about your initial feeling, right? It's automatic. And I feel like at all of us as humans, you make a split decision based on looks initially for whatever, you know, whether you're attracted or not. That's all I'm speaking to. And, um, I, you know, in that moment when I wasn't attracted to him, I was just like, okay, you know what, Sam? So what? That doesn't matter. You're going to have to get through this. But he was attracted to me. So I felt like that's where the awkwardness kind of started because I felt bad that I didn't feel the same. Oh, okay. So do you go back to your place or is it his place or does, or does FYI provide a place, a neutral, well, a neutral we zone? We will have a neutral home to, to share with each other. Um, I don't know how it is now, but we were, you know, we were moving into a neutral home, not my place or his. And we, we, we were going to. So initially mm -hmm. we were going to move into either his house or mine but the problem was i have a roommate and he also wasn't working close by we couldn't move into his apartment something about the distance so we chose to get a house together oh my gosh that is but a big it was a rental it's not like oh it was okay yet. i thought y'all perch i'm like wow <laughs> sam you went zero to 60 really fast no 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 uh, <laughs> but it's you know part of what happens in a, in a marriage right like, yeah, it so. is. Uh, okay, so another uh, – I feel like my, my dad who listens to every episode, he brings this up. that This this stuff comes up, but, Sam, I have the immaturity level of a 14-year-old boy. <laughs> you <laughs> you amplify your dating, right? Like, like when you're dating, you do things, and by the time you get married, you know that person normally. Uh, yeah. So you bring Neil back to the neutral zone yep. what's it like <laughs> what's it like for you because you haven't had that dating time no to cross like the fart barrier yeah. with this man because that's yeah. big right right sam it yeah. is a big deal like women don't no. always want to rip one around their man especially when you're dating now when you're married it's it's all fair game at this point like no, I'll Dutch no. oven my wife. I, that's just the way it goes. <laughs> but. but yeah, no, I mean, but that's, that's true. I mean, it was You're like, um, why do I got to answer this question? No, 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 no. It, it was difficult. I mean, to immediately, like you, you can't skip that. Right. But when no. I got back and we got back to the neutral zone, so much 
bad stuff had happened on the honeymoon based on my reactions because I was losing patience with his he we weren't communicating well both of us communication is key in every relationship but you know you can't you got to figure that out the first week of your honeymoon when you meet this person (laughs) and you're married now you're realizing like um and so and I think that I I'm gonna say that I handled a lot of things a way that I would not handle now the same way because I I handled my um anxiety and um lack of attraction um in a way that was more anger and like pushing people away so I was not nice and so because of that when we got back from the honeymoon and we were in that neutral zone he had already become a little bit more reserved and rightfully so um because it wasn't the great first week but as time went on and we were actually working and living the life together like actually living in the house together I thought things were getting better he was telling me things were getting better um and so it became where I was at we actually grew I did I actually grew to like him and to be attracted to him like I knew that I would I I just knew that I had to get over the fact that yeah looks aren't everything I want to get to know this man mm-hmm. and I did I put myself out there to get to know him and and who he was and not you know completely cut him out just because like immediately I I was judging a book by their cover right like mm-hmm. And so it took time for that, but the way I went about it wasn't the right way. And so it, it pushed him away. So I can't imagine you not being nice. You seem so nice. <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch your season. Then I can judge that, right? You're like, but yeah. Okay. But back to the, back to the funny question though. Like w- when did you feel comfortable enough oh. around him? You never yeah. did. No, no. You because need- It's three months. I mean, it's a three month time period. That you in get. three like, months, like, you never you never felt comfortable enough to rip a fart. No, because he wouldn't even <laughs> let me. I remember one time my back was hurting me really bad, mm-hmm. and the, the, we were talking, and it was being suggested that he give me a back massage. Okay, okay. and he was Man, like, I, "No." I beg my wife for that all the time. I never get it. He said no, and no. Like, why? And he was like, "Because he didn't want to touch me." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh." <laughs> That's not good. Wait, was this near the end or was this in the beginning or was this after he felt rejected? This is after he felt rejected, like probably, I don't know, two weeks in because we dealt with a problem. Like we moved in to one home and it didn't work out. It just didn't work out. So Mm -hmm. we ended up moving again. And so when we were in that home and things finally like settled down where we moved in, um, yeah, it was like maybe a week or two after we had moved in together. And he was like, no, like in that house. But yeah, I mean, so I couldn't like, it's not like I could, you know, or for instance, like, you know, we, he wouldn't like in the mornings cause he didn't want to wake me up, which was really sweet of him. He would take a shower in like a different bed bedroom, which, or in a different bathroom rather than in the master bathroom, mm-hmm. which I get because he didn't want to wake me up. He had to go into work very early, but also, you know, that's kind of, you, you're married. Like I'm married now. And like, you know, we take showers and do all these. So we never had that experience. You never got to relax. No. See, that seems terrible, but <laughs> I guess when you're doing everything though, think about it relatively. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's terrible, but it's not because like, you're doing everything scrunched in such a short amount of time. It reminds me. Do you ever watch 90 Day Fiance? Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's this a train wreck. Like, 
90-day married up for sight instead of fiancé. Um, <laughs> because you have that scrunched amount of time, except the difference is you're married rather than 90-day fiancé where you get to choose to get married at the end. No, you choose whether you want to get a divorce at the end at this point. Okay, what's, what season do you like? Who do you like on 90 Day Fiance now that you brought that up? <laughs> um, I think it's easier to say who, maybe. Uh, okay, no. My favorite couple, I think, and it depends on which season you're watching. I I've enjoyed, seen a lot of them. Okay, I enjoyed the first couple. She was like a little Russian girl, um, and she ended up having a baby. Her husband lives on a farm. I forget her name, but they oh, got married. Yes, uh, that was a good couple, right? She is my favorite cast member. She is so, her and her husband are just so warm. Like that, that was the version of 90 Day Fiance that I liked the most because now it's like more drama. Well, there's like 50 versions right now. And what's, what's Michael and, um, oh my gosh. Angela? My, oh my gosh. There's so much screaming. Michael! (laughs) There's, their communication is terrible. And Michael, I don't think he's a bad dude, Sam. I I mean, he's, he's cheated on her. So that does make him a little bit sleazy, a lot sleazy. But he puts up with so much screaming. And Angela's not, you know, she's not a cup of tea all the time either. You know, I'm sure the show airs certain things that they want to show. (laughs) I know how that's like, but I'm saying like, you know, a lot of it is also who you are. Because when I look at the things that I showed on my show, it's who I was. The show didn't, they didn't tell me to do these things. They didn't tell me to say these things. That's just who I was. And it just came out, which... You know, that's why I don't like it when people blame an edit or when you blame, you know, the panning. Yeah, that may happen sometimes. But the fact of the matter is you actually did make the face. You you did feel that way that you did that. They're not making an AI graphic of you. <laughs> I, I wish I could blame an edit for things in my life at times. Hey, honey, that's an edit, man. I'm yeah. sorry. That's an edit. What about Ed? What about Ed? Oh, God. <laughs> so... <laughs> That creeps me out. Sorry. You didn't know you were going to be talking 90 Day Fiance on here. But, uh, no, but I've always wanted to talk 90 Day Fiance with somebody, even like another 90 Day, or just to be like, hey, I was on Married at First Sight. You were on 90 Day Fiance. What do we have in common? Like, you know? Like, it's, it it's so much fun to talk because, like, Ed is is a – I don't understand how he gets chicks. I don't. I can't figure that out for the life of me. If Crazy. I was single and I saw Ed getting chicks, I would be so depressed. I'd be like, how is this guy? He was pulling chicks prior to 90 Day Fiance. I know. What would it take for Ed to get single Sam on a date? <laughs> um. And what if, what if Married at First Sight, you see Ed as your man? Oh, my gosh. That you that would be what? a great season. Let me answer that one. This is what I would do. Run. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> Dr. Pepper like? would have a lot of counseling to do. I mean, she would be earning her paycheck at that point, right? Oh, she would. Yeah, that, that would be one where I would have probably had to turn around and be like, I'm sorry, but no, I can't do it. Why does it smell like mayonnaise? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> and, and another couple, do you remember Usman? Uh of course, yeah. I remember Usman. Yeah. Yes. yes. Okay. Wait. And who's Kimbali. the lady? Who's the lady from Ohio? Where Kimbali. the ga- is that? Huh? Kimbali. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 
there's so I mean, it's just like Usman does. He's like yeah. Kimbali. And and then there's a lady uh the blonde that, one before well, her. Yes. And then there's the guy from North Carolina that is in had jail. the no, that had the lady that wouldn't always meet up and he kept going over there. He was the <gasps> nail salon guy. Yeah. I felt sorry for him, but then she was real. I bet the whole time, like I looked at my wife, I said, This lady is a dude. It's a dude. Shocked. Entirely shocked. And it's not. Yeah, absolutely. No. That's I, crazy. I don't I, I thought the same thing. Same thing. And, I was like, You've been sending money to this person? Are you out of your mind? Gosh. And still, we were right because look at what happened. You still didn't end up with her. So No, and and I gotta be honest, if if my wife had said send me money to to I would be like, Yeah, I'm good. There's ladies out there that don't need cash to, to have me go on a date. I'm not paying you to like me. What a weird uh, I've never asked a man ever <laughs> to send me money for anything other than now when I'm married and I'm like, hey, I need money for bills. Like that's it. I need you to send me donut money, Sam. Can you do that? Yeah. Thank you. Thank sure, you. Send I'll... me donut. Venmo. Sublime. Venmo donuts. Um, <laughs> another show on FYI that I loved was uh, Arranged. Did you ever watch that? I did. That wasn't on for very long. You're bringing out no. some of the old ones. Yeah. Two, it was yeah, on yeah. two years. But yes. I loved it because I you, could never, I could never be in arranged marriage. But you know what? That's what married at first sight was. It's it an was marriage. It was that arranged. Means, it was 100%. arranged. So Neil's, uh, so Neil is actually Indian. Um, oh wow! So his grandmother was there, and I remember speaking to his grandmother because she was wearing, you know, the beautiful Indian dress, and um, I remember. To, oh no, she was wearing. She was actually wearing regular clothes. No, but. I remember speaking to her and asking her um, about her arranged marriage and, you know, how things worked out for her and they had been married and it was a good conversation. But so for his family, it was something that was, you know, kind of not normal, but I mean, yeah, normalized because it's in their culture. So I found that to be uh-huh. kind of cool that I actually married somebody who would have been in an arranged marriage or previously. And, and Indian food is really good. Yeah. Well, it, I like food, any food. Oh, so. my gosh. I'm a carb lover. You, <laughs> you give me food, I'm gonna crush it. And uh, I've quit eating. I said this before. I was saying this uh, to my friend Heidi on here. Uh, I was having an affair with a lady named Debbie, and <laughs> I would eat Debbie every night. Oh and I God. had to stop. I had to stop. Last she had a cakes. straw hat. Hmm? Last name cakes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, she had a straw hat. She's, I like, my wife was like, you're eating a lot of Debbie's. And I, I stopped eating junk. I've not been eating junk now for, since October. I haven't had much junk at all, which Good. has made me drop like 25 pounds. And, and I so- haven't, it's not like I'm eating gray. I just don't eat junk food anymore. No. Haven't nope. had a sublime donut. Uh, that's, that's okay. But like only you got moderation. Okay. That's what because I need. I'm with you. A, another FYI show I liked, which is weird. The seven year switch. Did you watch that? <laughs> that was my favorite. It was my favorite too. It was so shady. It oh my god. So shady. I, like I remember couples going in and saying, You're not gonna touch anybody and you're not gonna do anything and blah blah blah. And then the women that were telling the men that were the first ones to try. <laughs> I it it is almost like the ultimatum. On yeah. Netflix. Yes. If 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 my wife comes to me, Sam, and she says, Brad, I think we should go on the ultimatum, 
I'm pretty much knowing my marriage is over. Yes. I'm like, you know what? If you're wanting to spend time with another man without me, it's not a good thing. It's not healthy. Let's sit and let's talk. And I, and I really want people to understand that. Like communication is so important. If people are listening right now, Sam, you and I would both tell them, you got to communicate with your spouse. Oh, 100%. You, you got to be 100% real. And this is what I'm struggling with. This is what I like. This is what I don't like. It's what I want. If you're not telling them what you want, you're going to struggle. And right. you're going to end up on the seven-year switch. And some of these people right. are good-looking people. I'm like, what? Because they don't communicate. That's yeah, but one of the things. Anyway, you put, you put a good-looking woman and a good-looking man together who aren't married. It's like putting a, a dog in a, in, a, in a lion's cage and expecting the lion not to eat it. Yeah, but still, it, you know, I mean, I, I agree with you. And not only that, but you're giving them alcohol. Which is making them make terrible decisions. Exactly. Because yeah. now I do have to say, though, if you if I were to go out to a bar and drink and get intoxicated, I'm not going to go randomly cheat on my husband because I'm drunk. You know, so there is still. But the <laughs> That's good to know, is, Sam. <laughs> I'm like, well, but I'm saying like the problem is, though, they're living together. So they're together like all the time and getting drunk and, well, you know, and, and- that's what I'm saying, Sam. Like, like you, you got to be – again, you're living together because there's always that question, right? Like, are, are you going to sleep in the bed or are you going to sleep on the couch? Yeah. And, yeah. you know, they always ask that. And then there's one – there's a couple that's like, hey, baby, I'm in the bed. You can get in the bed with me. Yep. And the woman's like, okay. Yep. It, there's just, like, rules you got to have, or, you know? And, and you, stick to because they didn't. They didn't stick to them. Well, you're there for seven days. That's a long time. And you're in a nice house with a pool. Oh, and, and free it, alcohol as much as you want, all the things you want. Yeah, I oh, mean, yeah. think about it. But there, it, it goes back to the simplicity of the question I brought up earlier. Like, where do you, the barriers you set up, you have to, re, it, it, even though you're attracted, it, it's just hard. Like, I can't imagine the the stress that those people or maybe you even you were under in that situation at, was, at that age like and we would all do things different at our age now of course sure, sure it was i didn't yeah it's hard i think you know when you are especially on a show and i really wasn't into social media like i wasn't into twitter i wasn't into any of that stuff right mm-hmm. And when you don't know how vicious the internet can be, because like this is still kind of, you know, coming on, you don't like you're cognizant that you've got a camera crew around you because people are like, why are you doing? I can't believe you're doing this. They're just going to watch it. Obviously, they're going to find out, you know, what happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But in the moment, you forget. You forget that that camera crew is in front of you and your true self comes out. I mean, that camera crew that is with you, by the way, they're with you as much as that other person. So it's like they become family how, to you. How weird is that, though? How Okay, would it not be hard for you to be intimate with a camera right there? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, I, I, I'm not an OnlyFans girl, so <clears throat> kudos thank to you. people that can do thank it. Thank you for not but doing that. Like, I probably wouldn't have had you on if you are an OnlyFans girl. Like, no. <laughs> No, but like I can't. Uh, uh-uh, I would never. I would. I could never have a, a group of people, you know, in a room while I'm trying to get intimate with someone. That that's weird. 
<laughs> but some people have OnlyFans to promote their gaming and stuff, which is weird. Yes. I mean, you no, think of OnlyFans, fine. you think of perverted stuff. I'm talking about just, you know, for, for women who like to use it for, yeah, not the... Yeah, for I, inappropriate stuff. Yes. That's yes. just not very kid-friendly. I uh, not just women. Yeah, yeah, but... Eh. Yeah. I know. Okay, so I know we're, we're going to wrap up soon, but I want to ask you, so you're on Cameo. Yes. My, my co-host, B, and I, for the recap show, because we'll recap mine your conversation, we play a Cameo game, because we are fascinated by people on Cameo. What is the weirdest Cameo you've ever had to do? Do you remember it? Like, was there anything weird? Or is it always just, happy birthday, Brad? How just, you know... You ever just get like, oh, I get sick of doing these. I don't want to say that it's weird, but I got one for uh, someone buying a house. And so they wanted, like, as a moving in present, they they knew that the person, people that bought the house, like, the wife followed the show. And Mm -hmm. so as a homecoming present, like, as a new home, I don't know how to say it, uh, but they gave it to her as a home warming, housewarming present. I like that. I like to have a housewarming. I didn't get a housewarming when I bought a house. See, I, was just, I was a single dude. I bought my house. I didn't get a housewarming. Well, the, you need to call that realtor up because they did. I got a shark, man. I got yeah. a, a vacuum, yeah. not a real I, life shark. And then we bought another house. We bought our second house. No housewarming. We just moved in. You got a bad realtor. All it. we get is a mortgage. <laughs> All we get is a mortgage. I know. I'm like, I got to pay this bill. Congratulations. Here you go. Yeah, adulting <laughs> sucks, Sam. I'm telling you. I wish I could go back to 16 or 15 again sometimes and be like, I don't have any bills, and I can just go to the mall, even I, though malls are out of style. Yeah, right? I mean, they're dying now, but you guess what? Our time, that was the place to be. So It was. No, I even, mean, though, even though you look like you're in your 20s, <laughs> we can both say our time because we're in the same roller skating time. I roller skated. Yep. I, I was cool roller in the riding. roller skating world. Yep. The Tommy yep. Hilfiger shirts. Oh, absolutely. Uh, oh, what do you mean the shirts? They have the, the whole suit, the whole jumpsuit, too. Yes. The yes. Nautica ones. Nautica. Nautica FUBU I'll, was out there. FUBU for us, by us. I wore that. Yes. But, and, and you know, the rejections. I, I I often wonder what I have done married at first sight. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. So I, I would have been scared that the lady that walked the aisle would have looked like you looked when you showed me your look. Uh, That's what I would have been scared of. And I would have been like, well, this sucks. I got a great personality. I may not look great, but I have a great personality. And now that, let me tell you something like, again, that's why I didn't want to let the outside. You don't let a book, you don't judge the book by its cover. And that's why I still continued on trying to get to know him and I think, and you know, for him, it just, he lost interest after that, the first couple of weeks, because it just mm. wasn't easy. And, you know, I don't blame him. So I left a bad taste in his mouth. But, but you know? that doesn't matter. You're happily married now, and that's now, all that matters. Yeah. The, well, it, it, but I'm thankful. It does matter because I'm thankful for what I learned with Neil, because Neil is such a great person. Like, he's actually a good human being. And to this day, I still stay in touch with him. Okay. That man is just literally, I wish nothing for it, but the best for that man, because he taught me and, um, and he taught me a lot of things that I, I don't think I would have seen in myself had it not been for the situation. I apologize to put him through that, but I appreciate him more than he knows. And I carry it with me forever. So you, you learned know, a lot. 
I Speaking of lot. Neil, he is on right now. Neil, what do you think about? I'm just kidding. He's not. <laughs> I'd be like Neil. I sent you twenty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> You're like Venmo me, Neil. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No. Hey, Sam. I I truly appreciate the time you spent with me. It, it it's going by fast. I wish we could have a little bit longer, but <laughs> hey. I'm plenty. grateful for the time we get. Anytime you want to come talk 90 Day Fiance with me, you just send me a message and we'll we'll talk 90 Day Fiance because I watched that show. My wife says, please turn that off. I'm sick of watching it. And I'm like, there's just okay. something about watching weirdos on TV that fascinate me. Listen, if you really want to do that, I am totally down because I watch 90 Day Fiance all the time. And that is my thing. I wish I could talk to somebody about it on a podcast because... I'm just like from the perspective of being on a show, you just see things a little differently, you know? Okay. So that's what we're going to do, Sam. We're going to recap the newest season because I've been watching okay. it. Have you, have you watched oh, the newest uh, season? Yeah. Okay. Before you have to, let me, let me just real quick. The I'm girl, sorry. the girl that wouldn't tell him she's bi. Oh, Sophie. Is that a, okay. He's he, so he sweet. is a shady dude. He He's a hundred percent shady. He is. Rob she is. looks. I, I, I'm. I've been telling my wife this. She looks better without makeup. When she's all makeuped up, I don't like it. But when she's, she's just natural, like woke up in the morning, perfectly fine. She's beautiful. So, yeah, yeah, we need to. We need to have our 90 day fiance conversation. A special 90 day fiance work advice where Let's we do it. We appeal to the 90 day people. I'm so serious. Throw yeah. throw the calendar invite at me. I'm done. I'm there. Let's do it. Hey, Sam, you have a great evening. Thank you for you coming too. on Work Advice. I know you got to get your kids yeah. or your Thank daughter, you. and I've got to go watch a basketball game. So we both got plans we got to do tonight. So Well, you have fun, and thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure, and I can't wait to do the next one about 90 Day Fiance. Yes, we're definitely going to do it. Thanks, Sam. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Okay. Now I know a lot of you are thinking, I want to go get married at first sight. Just like Sam. Thank you, Sam, for coming into the Work Advice family and hanging out with us. We are super excited that you chose to do that. Let's not forget, Work Advice for Me is brought to you by Hopecast. Reality Check with Brad and Heidi every other Thursday so you can tune in and learn from somebody on a reality show. You'll have fun with that, I'm sure. Heidi is a blast. I love working with Heidi. Oh, my gosh. I guess I got to go now, guys. I need to go see my wife because I want to tell her how much I love her and it's almost Valentine's I'm going to say you know what we're going to Applebee's tomorrow and you're going to like it no I'm not going to do that remember like and subscribe leave us a review follow us on Instagram work advice for me and uh, email me if you have a question work advice for me at gmail.com now I'm going to go say hey to Kristen but I'm going to catch you on the flip side my name's Brad and this is work advice for me